Welcome to Stepping Up with Toy. I'm your host, Toy Step. This is a space to have conversations about all things faith, family, and fitness. Let's create a whole and healthy life together, spiritually, relationally, and physically. Well, hello there. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Stepping Up a Toy podcast. I am so excited about this series that we're in right now, our summer music series. And when I think about music, I cannot remember a time that I didn't have music on in my home, in my heart, in my head. I think I came out of my mama dancing and I went into dance and theater and acting and all of that. So music has been a part of my life forever, as long as I've been alive. And then I married John Stepp, who many of you that follow the podcast know has worked as a worship pastor in music, singing, songwriting for 25 years. We're going to be married 22 years in a couple months. And so um, I am just so thrilled with the people that I'm getting to share with you in this series. And we have a special guest for you today, but we don't just have one guest. We have two because John Step is in the house. Let's He's go. in the studio. Yes, I'm babe. back. I love it. You're back. You're always welcome. I'm like back. a regular guest. Yes, you're well, you're more than a guest. You're my like number one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have John Step, but we also have, let's stay focused here, Crystal. Crystal's in the house. Crystal yeah. Gutierrez. Hey yo. So, Crystal, I am so excited that you're joining us for this special series. Thank you so much for having me and for asking me to come on. Oh, it's awesome. And I just want to tell our listeners a little bit about you. So we're going to do the professional bio, and then we're going to kind of share how John and I know you, because you are pretty special to Team Step. Crystal is a native Floridian who is happily married. Hey, I'm a native Floridian, too. So are you, John. That's there right. Many of us. I know. There are many of us. You know, I'm like saying that, and I'm like, hey, we just got to like give a little pause on that that's pretty special so native floridian who's happily married to leo and is a full-time stay-at-home mama to their son evan she attended palm beach atlantic university where she earned a bachelor of music degree she's also a worship leader with a heart for the lord and serving others crystal's passion for music and ministry has led her to use her gifts to lead others in worship and serve her community in many different ways she has served at family church since 2007 and she and her family are getting ready for this amazing new adventure in just about a week or so and we will be talking more about that here on the stepping up with toy podcast so crystal Woo! I'm so excited. <laughs> so, John, let's let's go back. How do we know Crystal? Gosh, well, I met Crystal when I first started. I think the first event I ever played for Family Church was one of the all-campus gatherings that we had. And uh, I went in there not knowing anybody. I felt like a fish out of water. I'm on stage, and this woman starts opening her mouth, oh. and... There are certain people as a musician, every once in a while, you get to play or sing with someone who is just exceptionally talented and fun to work with. And it's such a joy when you come across somebody like that. And that was Crystal. And we have had so much fun singing together. Loads uh, of fun. <laughs> you know, for the last eight years now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, John Step, the feeling is totally mutual because <laughs> when you shred on that guitar and you open that mouth and there are vocal fries come flying out, oh, 
brings us to our knees every time. It's a love fest. I'm like, I, and when you guys sing together, I just, I think that's what's so neat about this particular series because I love music so much is I feel so blessed to just get to sit in music and song and you open your mouth and I just cry. I don't even know the lyrics and even the song that you're going to bless us with today. It's like, oh, now let me see what she's singing because it is. It's because I know where it's coming from and you're Mm -hmm. using a gift that God has given you to serve others and it's so beautiful when you do it because you do it with all your heart. I remember remember that first time we were in a rehearsal and I finished singing my song and I stopped and looked over and you were doing that thing with your hand where you wave it (laughs) and just like making a stank face. Yes. And I was like, I was like, oh, good. Like, somebody likes what I'm doing. <laughs> I can like, never not like what you're doing, John Steph. It's impossible. <laughs> so, Crystal, let's, since we're talking about music, let's talk about your music story. So, take us back a bit. Yeah. So, music, similar to you, it's always been a part of my life. Um, when I, my mom was pregnant with me, she prayed that I would have musical giftedness. Um, mm. And her father, my grandfather, was a choir director. He was around music his whole life. My mom was around music her whole life. Um, so when I was born, and even before I could talk, my mom was like, you were singing. And I knew wow. at a very mm-hmm. early age, oh, she can sing because she's humming to the radio, the songs on the radio, and she's on pitch, and it's perfect. <laughs> and then I would start, I started harmonizing, and she is elated. Um, and then so she put me in piano lessons when I was six. I led worship um, as early as 12 years old at church wow. um, in youth ministry. And then I, I attended PBA and got a degree in music. So that's kind of, it's always been a part of my life, but... Um, the Lord has grown me over the years um, to love it even more and to use it to give back, give it back to him. That's honestly my goal. Uh, he gave it to me and I just want to use it for his glory. Oh, and we feel that. I think that's exactly what I feel and why I move the way that I am. Because mm. when we hear it, but also see it, mm. um, is just such a gift when we do use our gifts. And that's why we got to use the gifts that we've been given. And it's something I talk a lot about when I'm speaking to, and not just women, I think to all people, when we start to want someone else's gifting, mm. that's not the gift that you've been given. Look at what he's given you because we need, I need you to use your gift. I need John to use his gift and you need me to use mine. And that's what's so beautiful about being the body of Christ when we all use the gifts that we've been given and not not want someone else's, but hey, how about use the one that I've been yeah. given? Can you imagine if we all had the same gift? How boring, boring that would be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So you were leading as a teenager. I know you were telling me even in Orlando, um, leading worship there before you were asked, what was it, 2000? 2007. Woo! (laughs) That is when Christian Ramos uh, reached out to me. I don't even know how Christian got my number. He's one of those kind of guys where you just get a call and you're like, who are you? Hi, I'm Christian Ramos. Um, <laughs> I have a great plan for your life. <laughs> and I'm not going to stop asking until That's you say right. yes. Relentless. I love it. It's the I best. love that. So he reached out to me. Um, and back then when Family Church was First Baptist Church of West Palm, they had a 
ministry that met on Wednesday nights that was directed for young professionals, college students, young kids. Um, and I was a young kid then. So <laughs> he called, he asked, um, and I said, sure. I had been attending a different church, um, another a small Baptist church down in Boynton Beach. Um, but PBA was across the street from family church. So of course it was like, yes, absolutely. Save money on gas. I'm a broke college student. Yes, I'll walk to church. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, he asked, I came and I haven't really left since then. And we're so thankful. <laughs> so one of the things we were talking about, even as you were sharing just launch, and one of the things I love about family church is they do really work to launch other worship leaders. And it's something I watch my husband do so well as mentoring, you know, mentorship mm -hmm. is important. And um, I loved your attitude just in what that means to you. So tell us a little mm -hmm. bit about that. Yeah, um, it's definitely as worship leaders, we can easily get into ourselves and I'll just keep this gift to myself and not pour into someone and only pour into myself and how I can get better and sound better and do different things better. Um, but I love the heart of our worship team in wanting to raise the next generation of worship leaders. Um, being a part of Launch was incredible an incredible opportunity um, I loved it because it wasn't so much focused on how can I play better how can I sing better how can I be um, in tune um, how can I sing better vowels but it was focused more towards the heart um, and how how do I help people redirect their worship as they're walking in mm. uh, to a worship service um, to the Lord and refocus mm. them to Christ um, so we, we focus a lot on how are you leading from the platform that is not necessarily look at me, look at me, look how I can sing, look at the things that I can do, but how am I pointing somebody to Christ? Um, because everybody's walking in with different baggage that they're mm -hmm. carrying, um, whether that's grief or that's sorrow, that's depression, whether it's, you know, they're having issues with their marriage, um, how can I help them refocus on the king? Mm -hmm. um, and so let's let's rewind just a little bit and okay. tell everybody what launch is. Yes, why don't so you launch, do that, Mister? Launch John is a Stout. program that we started to help train worship leaders and not just singers, but musicians, instrumentalists, pretty much any instrument that we would put on the platform or any voice part. We would provide training for them because. Our church is very much about training and sending. We're, we're always training up leaders, sending them out to plant churches. And so that's when we were pulling in all of our best musicians to be coaches for these younger musicians that were coming up. And that's when we grabbed Crystal because <laughs> we've got a couple of like really good guy singers that can teach these other guys. But we need a woman who can come in here and teach these ladies, like take them to the next level. Yeah. We're like, Crystal. You have to come. <laughs> well, and, and we did work on technique. Um, that's what I was going to say. We definitely did. I mean, we did warm-ups and, okay, let's talk about how we sing these vowels and let's talk about this approach. And we did do all of the technica technical things and the technicalities. Um, but a big part of it, too, was was the heart. And I love that. And the posture. Yep. I love that you said. Yes. And not as much... 
about singing the right notes, even though that is important. It is. But the posture of worship. And just for someone who, again, like I said in the beginning of this episode, music is so important to me. I feel, and I see it even on my kids' campus when they're in chapel, worship really allows us to get our heart in that space to hear Mm. God's word and hear the message that's about to be preached. Now, I hear it through the worship, but it allows me just to that posturing even to receive that next message, which is usually the sermon, right? If we're in a church service, but it's just such a great, um, I just feel like it just puts us in that place of sitting at his feet. Mm. And it's just such a beautiful um, opportunity to really connect. And I love that leadership that I see in you. I see it in my husband too. And I'm so thankful for that because I'm around these other worship leaders that have been a part of launch or have been a part of both of your leadership and you see the fruit and now they're mentoring up too, which Mm. is so special. So um, 2018 was a pretty special year for you and your family. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So in 2018, we adopted our son, Evan, um, leading up to that moment though, um, we had had a desire to become parents and that didn't come uh, really it hasn't come at all it's been 10 years that we've been dealing with infertility um we've had all kinds of things tested and we knew that the lord gifted us with a heart to want children and to disciple children um so in early 2016 really Mm. was when the lord burdened me first he did not burden Leo at first. I I shared with Leo, hey, I think we should become foster parents. And Leo's immediate response was, absolutely not. No. <sighs> I cannot love another kid and give them back. Um, mm, that's hard. Super hard. Um, and so I just asked and told him, like, hey, I'm just going to keep praying about it. If you're okay with that. And he's like, you can pray as much as you want. I don't <laughs> think my answer is going to change. Um oh. Uh huh. And then about two months later, he came to me and he's like, "Hey, I think I've been looking at this all wrong. Uh, I've been focusing on how I'm not going to be able to let the kid go, um, and how it's going to hurt me and how it's going to affect me." And I remember very distinctly, he said, "But these kids didn't ask to be in this situation." Um, wow. And I'm like, yes, Lord, this is you. Like, change his heart, change his mind, shift his eyes. Like, Lord, let him have a incredible paradigm shift. Um, and that's exactly what happened. Um, and he loves it. He's like, I love that you're a praying woman um, because things happen when you pray. And I'm like, hey, I feel the same yes. way. <laughs> that's oh right, my John. Step. I'm so glad my wife is a praying woman. That's right. <laughs> So we, as long as she's praying for what I want. Oh, that's right. That's right. The agenda needs to align with yours. And let's just pause for a second for all of you listening. Like, who can relate to that? You know, even mm. as we're talking about music and gifts, some of you listening are not musical. And that's so okay. And yeah. you appreciate that gift in other people. And there are gifts that you have that the three of us do not have. And the three of us do not have all the same gifts either, but mm-hmm. how can we use them? How can we use that to encourage others um, 
to keep their eyes on the Lord? And how can this be a reminder and encouragement to you to use your gifts? So also back to praying and this incredible moment of your husband's heart shifting. Yeah, so that was towards the beginning of 2016. By the end of 2016, we were licensed foster parents. And we, the day that we got licensed, we got a call within an hour of being licensed. We have two children that need oh, a home tonight. Oh my goodness. Wow. And I was like, oh, <laughs> when will they come to my house? One hour. Oh. Oh my goodness. Okay. So much for easing into this whole thing. <laughs> wow. wow. You're like celebration and let's go. <laughs> exactly. Boots on the ground immediately. Wow. So we got two little boys, a 19-month-old and a six-week-old little baby. Oh. Um, they were brothers and they only stayed for a few days, um, but... That just set the trajectory. We've now served over 30 kids in our home. And Evan was one of them. He was actually our first, actually our third placement because we had the first two boys. He was our third and he never left. And he has radically changed our lives for the better. We love that kid. He is a ball of energy. He is spunky. He is funny. He is too smart for his own good. Um, he is such a fun kid to uh, have around. He's nine years old, but I joke around all the time. I'm like, yeah, nine going on 27. Yes, he's such an old soul. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is. And yeah, our lives would not be the same without him. And he's he's taught us so many things about mm-hmm. the love of the Lord and how the Lord sees us even in the midst of our brokenness and how he is redeeming even Mm. in the brokenness Mm. and how he knows our hearts best. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, we come to him. I think back and one of the things I love about journaling is you go back and you read and these prayers that we have and these desires that we have. And we think if only God, you would answer it this way. Right. And I'm so thankful that reminder when we look at, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. That's that right. That it's so much bigger and better, but not always while you're in it. Mm-hmm. And how later you go, I'm so glad you didn't answer it my way. Right. Because your way is the best way. And right. just seeing this, he put that seed, that, that desire for children in your heart, it just looked a little different than what you thought. And that's look, right. look at the story now. That's well, right. Well, we've always talked about fostering as being such an incredible calling, an incredibly specific calling Mm -hmm. for someone. But what a great picture of God's love for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, is there a better picture? Because, you know, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us Mm -hmm. and Christ brought us into his family. Mm -hmm. And that's the picture that you've shown Evan and so many children. Mm -hmm. And now, girl, you're homeschooling and loving it. Yes. I mean, we had a very honest conversation about it. I think kind of like being parents, John and I say it's exhilarating and exhausting. Yes. (laughs) And you're like, most days... Most days I'm loving it. You know, there are those days, but that's been a whole adventure. It's yes. been three years, right? Yes. And we are about to complete our third year. Wow. Never in a million years, Toy, would I have said, <laughs> I am going to be a homeschool mom and do all the crafts and all the science experiments and teach them how to read and do math. Never and say never. Never say never. Especially um, to God. <laughs> it's, it's funny, you know, Proverbs 16 9 says, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Uh, It's exactly what my homeschool journey has been. Like I planned, no, you will go to school, I will work, or I will not work and just stay home and be the homemaker and keep everything. No, 
absolutely not. The Lord said, you will be a homeschooler. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think there's a lot of women that are in your shoes since 2020 yeah. that yes. have stepped into that too that said, I would never do that. Yep. And and they're enjoying it. I, yeah. It's really neat to see where they're like, honestly, I don't want different. And some do. Some saw that from 2020 and went, oh my goodness, I am so thankful mm-hmm. and I will do whatever I can to, they probably became really great like room moms. You yeah. know, they're like, I want my kid back in school. And others where they're like, wow, this is really something that I never thought I would do. And it's been awesome. Yeah, there have been countless conversations with Evan regarding his adoption, regarding gospel conversations, regarding just life in general. Um, he he just gives us proverbs all the time. Like, how, mom, if you don't talk to new people, how will you make new friends? Um, <laughs> different things like this. <laughs> oh and I'm like, gosh. you're so right. That is so true. <laughs> oh my gosh, they do. Our kids, John and I laugh. You know, you go on date nights and it's like, okay, we're not gonna talk about the kids. And then you're like, Okay, all we've talked about is the kids because yep. then just the fun things and the the God winks, you know, just when mm. you're just like, I know my mom tank is empty and mm. I'll get an email from a teacher. Someone will tell me something yep. or they say something and I'm like, and I cry because I'm like, God, you know I needed that. Yes, like right in that 100%, moment. 100%. Like oh in the my car goodness. is when it happens. Yes. Him, when he's not looking me in the eyes, but he'll just say something. Mommy, God knew that you were the best mommy for me and I'm puddle instant puddle i remember we were on our way to church and some of those days as a pastor's wife i'm alone on sunday mornings getting my family ready to go out the door Mm -hmm. because john leaves super early and i'm so thankful for all that he does but that i think it was one of your brothers john that said you know easy like sunday mornings that was not written by a pastor's wife no it was not (laughs) so i was like it was actually written by lionel richie i believe but um i was in the car and they were misbehaving and I was just like it is the quiet game all the way to church nobody say anything and it was super quiet and I remember one of my children honestly I can't remember who so I'll give credit to both of them said (laughs) God must be really sweaty (laughs) and I'm like please unpack that part of me is like you're not supposed to be talking it's the quiet game because I'm ready to like pull this car over but I'm like what do you mean (laughs) Because just look at all the beautiful things as I look out the window that he has made and that he's Mm. created. And I'm like, (laughs) and there it is, God. You knew that I needed something so I could get through the doors and be kind to people today. You're like, you lose the quiet game. (laughs) No. Do better. So you are about to share just a really special song with our listeners. Yes. This is one of my favorites. And I have to say, when John played this song for me, I didn't even know the lyric. Just hearing you, Crystal, which happens almost every time I hear you sing, I started to cry. And then the more (laughs) I listened to the words of the song, I went, oh my goodness. I started sharing it with so many people. I lead Mm -hmm. a parent group on our kids' campus and have for years. And music is a part of almost every time I lead. We do a little Bible study. I play a song. And then we pray. We pray for each other. We pray for our community. We pray for our teachers and staff at the school. I think it's so special that we're on campus praying like that. But I remember I've played this song several times. Because I'm like, if you didn't get it one time, the second time, maybe the third time. (laughs) But it just really hits home uh, for me, I think for so many people. But I want you to share kind of your story before you sing this. And you shared a fun little story even the first time they were kind of trying something out with 
the song? Yeah. So I, at the time, it was 2019, summer of 2019, when they wrote the song, I was actually about to transition out of working in ministry and going into teaching um, at a private school. Um, and I got a call while I was there doing part of like the interview process. Um, and it was Winner and Seth. <laughs> Winner Ullman and Seth Carter. And they're like, hey, can you sing two notes for us? I'm like, sure, absolutely. That's a very strange request. But yes. And they're like, ah. And I'm like, okay. I sang it back to them, no problem. They're like, okay, great, bye. Hung up. Um, I had no clue what they were doing. I knew they were writing music. That's the only thing I knew. But... They came back um, and they're like, hey, we want you to listen to this song um, and we want you to, to sing it. I said, okay. So they, they play it for me. I immediately start crying. Similar to you, I just started crying because this song was my testimony, is my testimony written down on a page when it comes to our infertility journey and our journey to becoming parents um, and being foster parents. Um, and it's, it is one of my all-time favorite songs, easily number one, and it has been, and I don't know if there's a song that will ever top it, mm. um, because it is a beautiful song of weariness and being overly exhausted, but still having this faith and trust in the Lord. Mm -hmm. And you you referenced um, Psalm 3, 5, and 6. Mm -hmm. um, the second half um, of that is to acknowledge Him in all, all your things. ways. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and He will make straight your path. That's right. Um, so throughout infertility, throughout fostering, throughout adoption, it is a constant choice for us to acknowledge Him in all all of our ways knowing that if if there's a fire that's coming to to sing his praise man then let it burn um and if if it takes a flood to know your strength and man let the rain come down that's right. um i i want to learn mm. um so it's it's one of my favorite songs so i think we should play that song now what do you think john that sounds great all right let's do it to speak too weak to run longing for rest a moment of peace the chaos is rising I wait on my knees cause you're more than Holding my breath, holding my tongue 
scared to speak Too weak to run Longing for rest A moment of peace The chaos is rising I'll wait on my knees Cause you're more than enough Once again, like even as you're singing, I'm not singing with you. I'm not playing an instrument and I'm trying to be super quiet, but I want to sing. I want to cry. (laughs) Okay, don't ruin the moment. But those those lyrics like courage, when I think courage to the coward, you bring courage to the coward, longing for rest as a mom, just as you said, even as you set up the song you know, longing for rest, a moment of peace, but even to stop the chaos in my mind sometimes. Mm. And some of our listeners right now, you might not be a parent, 
You might not even connect to the personal stories of this episode, but there are stories that were never meant for you that you need to lay down and hear that you have a father in heaven that loves you and is crazy about you and would move mountains for you. And so when you can lay that down, you can have that peace that only he can give us. But wow, that was so special. Both of you. I love that I got to have both of you in the studio playing that song, which is one of my favorites. I think that's one of the best songs we've ever written. And um, mm. just the build. it would not be the same without you singing oh. it, though. Oh, Your voice. Thanks, guys. The round. I said that to you, like, even off mic, the, the fullness. I feel that when my husband sings. And that's one of the really neat things, real quick. When I first heard him sing... It was like, because I have always been drawn to talent. I come from that. That was most of my life. And I'm like, oh my gosh, talented, hot, normal, (laughs) Christian. This is my guy. I'm going to marry him. What was that second one? Hot. Oh, okay. You are hot. Just making sure. Spicy. Right, Crystal? I'm going to leave, guys. <laughs> no. But the- his music, your, your, your voice, and Crystal does that same thing. I totally relax mm. when you sing, when you share, because... When you can trust yes. that a singer is going to take you there. Yes. I think... I think Crystal like ruined that song for all of it because we rolled it out. And we're like, oh my gosh, we got to do this at all of our campuses. And, and then we're like, the oh same. my gosh, who's going to sing it? <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. So let's tell our listeners how they can find this song and other great songs that you all have written. I know, John, you've written some of the songs because I love that the team works together. Just like you said, Winner and Seth, we're working on a song. You're like, yep. I don't know. Those are my talented friends asking me to sing. Yeah, pretty hope. much everything we do is written in team. And it's at Family Church Worship everywhere that you listen to music. Yep. And this was Songs for the Pain, or right? Yep. This album was Songs Songs for the Pain, which we actually went back and we made a live version of the album and rearranged the songs called Songs for the Pain Live. I know, like super original uh, title. But... um, But yeah, you can find it anywhere you listen to music. Okay, that's great, because I know they're going to want to be listening to that. So as we wrap up this episode, you've got this new adventure. I kind of teased a little bit in the beginning about you sharing that. But John and I were talking today, like, how many people can say that they have done what you're about to do? So tell us about this new adventure that's happening, like, in days. Yep, we are today nine days away from traveling the country in an RV. Whoa. We're going to be good. For a week? Yeah, absolutely. Just a week. No, um, more like two years. What? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> two years. Um, I like to say we're going to reevaluate after a year, but Leo <laughs> is of the nature that we said two years. We are going so for two So his prayer, years. like your prayer in 2006, <laughs> he's like, uh, this is my prayer. So you were like, I'm praying this. He's praying that. Yes, yes. We'll see. We don't We don't know what's going to happen. We haven't overly planned it because that was the major advice we were given. Do not overly plan it. You will be too stressed out if you over plan. So we're just taking it six weeks at a time, roughly six weeks at a time, and going with the flow, which is totally not my style. But... <laughs> The wow. Lord is stretching me. That's the word I'm hearing. It is good. It is good. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we can't wait to follow along and hear about these adventures. Yeah. And that sounds it's, like fun. I know. 
I don't know though. That's a long it's time, fun. John. <laughs> it's fun and crazy. I think Leo and what do you John. Think, Soy? I don't. I don't know. Let's try it for a week first. Okay? You should come visit us. That would be awesome. Come and see where we Let's stay. Let's do it before you leave. We'll like just get when that you down. land at a good spot where yes. you're like, "This is awesome." Just give us a call. Let's go to the Grand and Canyon, we'll come. guys. Yeah. That's like camping. I kind of like going out to the bonfire and then going into the AC in yeah, my nice comfy bed. That's how I liked it. What do they call it? Glamping? Glamping. <laughs> there's a term for that, Joy. We'll, we'll fly out to where you are. We'll get a room at the Wyndham. That's and, it. That's no, it. I actually grew up camping. So like that's a big part of my, it was always a big part of my life. And uh, we've become much more. Uh, Absolutely. Outdoorsy. Absolutely what? Well, I'm looking at you because you're like, we, he's like, like planting like, the seeds. We in have my become, head. you've become much very more outdoorsy and yes, adventurous. I, I'm very proud of that. But we're very much more like, like hotel people now. <laughs> oh, well, I want to do the RV thing. I do. I know. I know. That'd be fun. Oh, no, Maybe we're switching. The steps are switching. Yes. Well, we are so thankful for your time just being with us here today and just to get to spend time with you mm-hmm. and have you in our studio and in our home is so special. And then for our listeners too, that's one of my motivators for this podcast is just to share some of these incredible people that God has put in our lives and in my life. And uh, I want to share them with our listeners. So well, when you I'm come so across that. people that are so talented, but you are also just one of the warmest people mm. that anyone would ever meet. And I just appreciate that about you so much. Thanks, friends. Well, we are so thankful for all of you that tuned in today and encourage you to check out Family Church Worship, just like John mentioned, on all the different platforms. My hope and prayer always is that something from this conversation today will bless you and better help you step into each day, each week, and each month, and each year. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Stepping Up With Toy podcast. If this episode has encouraged you, please share it with your family and friends. Make sure to subscribe, leave us a five-star review, and feel free to reach out to us at steppingupwithtoy at iCloud.com. Most importantly, remember, you are not alone.